Now, what is a national dish? The UN committee that registers intangible cultural heritage that can include food has held its annual meeting this week. One nomination up for consideration is Singapore's bid to list its famous hawker culture, the tradition of eating street foods from a diverse range of backgrounds. But is it uniquely Singaporean? And in a world of globalisation, can any country lay claim to any food as its own anymore? One drink, originally invented in Australia, is being presented as Singaporean, but Malaysia drinks more of it, and it's been on Malaysian menus even longer. Southeast Asia correspondent Ann Barker reports. Milo dinosaurs. And that one? Gojila. Thank you. I'm sitting in a cafe in Jakarta, and I've just ordered a Milo dinosaur. It's a drink that's ubiquitous in Southeast Asia, not so much in Indonesia, in fact. I haven't seen it on so many menus here, but it's huge in Singapore and Malaysia. And here it comes. It looks good, although it doesn't exactly look like a dinosaur. Mm, It's really just a normal drink of Milo with a mound of the chocolatey powder on top. If you add a scoop of ice cream, it becomes a Milo Godzilla two scoops and it's a Milo King Kong. The name Milo Dinosaur itself seems to have come about in coffee shops in Singapore sometime during the 1990s. Jeffrey Pakiam, a Singapore historian, knows virtually everything there is to know about the Milo Dinosaur. Part of the reason why those drinks were named Dinosaurs and Godzillas was partly because in the 90s um, we had a lot of movies that were being shown in Singapore and Malaysia that were big blockbusters, um, including Jurassic Park, the remake of King Kong in 2005, there was Godzilla, I think, that came out in 1998 as well. So these sorts of monsters were very much, I think, part of popular culture at the time. It's so ubiquitous, in fact, the chocolate drink has become more than a food. It's infused Singaporean culture itself where Aussie pubs might serve a beer towel or yard glass after a sporting match, Singaporeans are more likely to order a Milo Tower, a giant glass of the sugary drink that comes with its own tap and can sell for 20 or more Singapore dollars. There's even a local pop group in Singapore that takes its name from the drink. Of course, Milo itself was invented in Australia in the 1930s by a chemical engineer, Thomas Maine, on the northern New South Wales coast. But it's become a cultural institution in Singapore, so much so that Geoffrey Pakiam recently wrote an 11-page research paper on the Milo dinosaur as part of an ongoing national history of Singapore's culinary heritage. I, I gave a talk recently at the National Museum on this, and... Um, I think in an audience of about 40, about a third of them put their hands up at the beginning of the talk when I asked them whether they felt that Milo Dinosaur should be, did they consider it a part of our heritage already? I think there is a significant section of the population in Singapore um, that does. Jeffrey Pakiam says some Singaporeans would support the Milo Dinosaur's inclusion on UNESCO's Register of Intangible Cultural Heritage, which aims to protect the world's living traditions that contribute to social cohesion and encourage a sense of identity. The register already includes Indonesian Batik and Wayang puppet culture and Malaysia's Dondang Sayang musical tradition. 
but nothing from Singapore. Earlier this year, Singapore nominated its famous hawker culture for inclusion to recognise the significance of its street food tradition to the national identity, though Geoffrey Pakiam acknowledges it's not unique to Singapore. Most of our most famous dishes in the region, such as laksa, for instance, they are not preserved of any one, one country or society. Um, in fact, um, one can say that laksa has, has many different roots uh, that come from outside the region as well, in that sense. Not surprisingly, Singapore's nomination has upset many Malaysians who see their own hawker culture as far superior. In the same way, too, many Malaysians see the Milo dinosaur as their culinary creation, not Singapore's, on the grounds it was popular in Malaysia long before Singaporeans discovered it and that Malaysians consume the drink in far bigger volumes than Singapore. Um, I think in the ideal situation, um, there should be joint nominations of, of food items if, if uh, national governments or communities within these governments actually want to promote food items because at the end of the day historically most of our cuisines and food items in them some of the things that we hold most dear to our hearts today are all products of globalization to a large extent the food tensions don't stop there Jeffrey Pakiam points to the competing claims in Singapore and Malaysia for ownership, or mastery at least, of dishes like chilli crab, chendol, rendang, even Hainanese chicken, which appear in national inventories of several countries. Though branding and industrialisation, he says, complicate questions about food ownership and know-how. The relevant UNESCO committee that will assess Singapore's nomination for hawker culture has held its annual meeting only this week, though Singapore's nomination won't be assessed till next year. And Barker reporting there with a Milo dinosaur in hand.